on today's episode of Open Box Policy, we hit a big topic. We talk about Orenthal James Simpson. Juice. We talk about the juice, baby. The he juice. is back in the news. OJ Simpson. We randomly transition into movie remakes and, and movies that we think would be awful to remake. And then we touch on a big, well, Devin and I touch on a big topic. Should James, James, should what the fuck <laughs> the is wrong with me? It's late. Should Josh get a prosthetic arm? Yeah. Josh poses yes. the question, should I get a prosthetic arm? So that's why I said Devin and I are the only ones that touch yeah. on it. Anyway, it's going to be a good episode. We feel like you all are going to enjoy it. Poll for this week, should James, a.k.a. Josh, <laughs> become the $6 million man and get a prosthetic arm? Find us on Twitter and everything else at OBP Raw. Too bad we already know the answer to that, and that is yes. But if you'd like to continue the conversation, reach out to us at obppodcast at gmail.com. Please let me know if you know of any good prosthetic companies that I could uh, hit up on the uh, fucking DMs. Yeah, should he get the Michelangelo or the... <laughs> I'm done. So you did what? Yeah, so my wife is out of town this week, and she's in Vegas for a meeting for work. And look, regardless of whether she's here or not, usually, I mean, I usually keep some type of protection near me at all times. So like if we're sleeping. Like condoms? Yeah, condoms. I don't use condoms. Fuck condoms. Um, <laughs> I usually have some like a pistol on the nightstand if we're sleeping or something like that. Um, but it. I almost feel like she's kind of my, my safety blanket or something because now that she's been out of town, she's literally only been out of town for two days. This is how I slept last night. Yeah, I can't when – anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So, so I literally took one of my pistols along with two extra mags and put it in like a very specific drawer on my island in my kitchen. A very specific drawer. Yeah. Strategically placed it. Then I slept. So I, I put that there in case I'm in another part of the house. I run out of ammo. There's another weapon there. This is ridiculous. I play this scenario out of my mind. I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, I had another pistol on the nightstand with like two mags. And then I had my AR with a 40 round mag on a pillow next to the bed. Yep. Like just ready to go in an instant. And yeah, Josh, you're not John Wick. Okay. I'm, Apparently I think I am. I'm not as extreme as you, but. When I got used to my ex being with me, when she she left, I mean, I couldn't sleep at all. I just you are, for some odd reason, anybody that's in my home, they they are a safety blanket, and I always feel like I'm going to get like attacked, yeah, or something. If it's so weird, it's so weird how how humans are. We're naturally supposed to kind of be close to each other, right? Well, and and like so, regardless of, I mean, even when she's there, you know, I'm I'm kind of. I, not on edge, but just like on guard, like think trying to like, I don't know. I guess I'm just always planning for the worst or whatever, trying to. But so like if we go up to our bonus room, I always take something with me because, well, here's why is because if someone like were, if you go up together, you always have a gun with you. If I go up, period, I always take something with me. Because, really? Because if someone comes in, like my weapons would be, you know, in my gun safe, wherever that may be in my house. And I would want to have something on me if they come through the front door. I feel like you're a little crazy. No, I just I, I like I like to be 
protected. We're, we're talking about if you walk upstairs in your own house in the middle of the day, you take a gun with you. But here's the thing is what if someone comes in the front door and I don't have that on me? What if someone doesn't come through the front door and you just look like a jackass carrying around a gun? Th- you got to think about it this way. You got to think about it this way. This is the way that I've been having to think about it for the last few years because I, I don't like living alone. When my door is locked and when I am, let, let's just say the doors are locked, maybe the deadbolt is locked and I'm in my home, you would have to have a tank to get into my home. You could kick the door a thousand times and I'm going to hear every one of them. It's not like I'm not going to have time to prepare. In the middle of the night, even if you burst through a window, you can't just burst through and suddenly be there. You would, number one, probably get sliced up. Not to mention, I'm going to hear the huge racket of you bursting through the window in my home. It's not really easy to break into a home. It takes a lot of noise and a lot of effort, especially if you have your house locked up tight. That's what keeps me sane, and that's what keeps me like sleeping okay at night, that it would take an unbelievable amount of racket to get into my home. I used to live in a house that I could break in, and I have a funny story about this. I could break in with a credit card very easily, and even the deadbolt wasn't very great. So I had to I had to put all this extra stuff on it because in the beginning I never could sleep in that house. I was always afraid that someone was going to break in. I uh, locked myself out of my house a week ago at midnight. I was going to get some beer. I just had to have a beer, and I didn't have any beer in the house. So I locked myself out of my house, and thank God, I, I well, I mean, I couldn't lock the deadbolt. I didn't have any keys or anything. I had a credit card. 30 seconds. It took 30 seconds. I turned around, took a credit card, and broke right into my locked house Jesus! because only the bottom handle was locked. And I have, over the years, I've taught myself how to do that really quickly because yeah. I've, I, I am a chronic like locker of the door without keys. I have keys stashed all over my friend's houses because I do it all the time. And I ended up, I just turned around and was like, all right, buddy, let's get this done. Like, click, 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 done. Oh, broke you, right into my house. Did you talk to your door like that, too? Yes, exactly. Right. I said, all so, right, buddy. So I posted on Facebook. You. I told everybody in this neighborhood. There's you know, there's probably 100 people living in this neighborhood. I told every one of them. I was like, moral of the story, lock your fucking deadbolt. Because it just took me 30 seconds to break into my house. And it's silent. It's silent. It's just you, you just hear like the jimmying of it and it goes click and it just opens right up. So whenever you locked yourself out, were you actually going out to try and find a short cigarette butt to smoke that late at night because you're out of six? <laughs> yeah, did you fish it out of a beer bottle yep. that you drank? I was look I was I, sick I was looking around in my mulch for the one that I had just tossed Ugh. out. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking grosses me out. Gosh, so, bad. It's so queasy. I've done that once, dude. I, I, once maybe was too twice. Many. Once, once that we was know too of. Many. Yeah. Just knowing that there's like liquid and saliva on on a fucking old ass butt is gross. When I was about when I was about 22, 23 years old, I was I had gotten off my motorcycle. I didn't have any cigarettes and no, I was older than that. Anyway, I was still in my 20s. I had gotten off my motorcycle at this tiny gas station and was just like, "Man, I just need some cigarettes so bad." And I started walking into the oh, to the God. into the gas station. And someone had laid down a lit Are cigarette. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> someone had laid down a lit cigarette that was still smoking. And I just looked at it and I was like, I mean, fuck. You know, it's just germs. I just picked it up and started smoking. That it. is fucking <laughs> disgusting. That's almost <laughs> as disgusting as my brother when I was young. Used to, He used to pick 
these boogers that were like <laughs> bloody, like bloody honkers. Yeah. And he this would he would he would wipe them on my face and I would start gagging. Like I would start gagging and like nearly throw up and he would do it intentionally because he was he would just want to fuck with me. Oh, <laughs> That's fucking terrible, oh. man. I'm so sorry. I know. It was disgust like oh, that's almost as disgusting as that. So oh, I wanna I wanna kinda stick on the story a little bit. Stick is a pun, by the way. I can't believe he would wipe yeah. on your face. Sorry, and, well, man. And, and, and it, it, so it didn't even it didn't even like start oh, and end man. there. What he would do is he would like pick one and he would have it on like his finger and he would like put it in front of me and like get me gagging and then when i was like incoherent or like subdued then he would wipe it on my face and i'm like when you're fucking incoherent and would you throw up gagging? i like nearly throw up i would like like try and wipe it off of me like frantically <laughs> oh, and then i'd be like my <laughs> god that is there is no way that me picking up a stranger's cigarette that like the tips of their lips have been on i'm just it's not you, like they were deep throating it I'm they're just, just <laughs> they're just smoking it with their lips i'm just telling you it has that same mental effect on me. <laughs> listen josh what kind of Man, uh, what like, kind what kind of problems did that cause for you later on down the road mentally i mean oh, i had to spend seven years with a psycho psychiatrist trying to like overturn that no you did not i know oh anyway moral of the story adam has aids from that cigarette <laughs> i have hepatitis is more like it from the, the random cigarette that he picked up it was at a it was at a twice daily like you know <laughs> that's even worse at least it wasn't <laughs> was a, it at a quick sack it was a twice daily yeah it was in lebanon tennessee the twice daily in the parking lot of Home Depot. So it was probably some fucking rednecks. Some cigarette. contractor. Yeah. Yeah. Some contractor that has like 30 STDs. Yeah. Oral <laughs> STDs. Did you guys, uh, I don't know if you watched it or not, but did you guys hear about them releasing the OJ uh, interview? on? Dude. I think it was Sunday. Dude. What yeah. a 180. Yeah. What a weird transition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I've been following a little bit. I've always thought that he's a he's a that whole story is fascinating. For the longest time, I was his supporter. I was just like, I don't think he did it. It's O.J. Simpson has never struck me as one of like the smartest people. How do you get away with murder? Now we know that his defense was unbelievable. His defense was the one of if if not the first defense in history that ever used race as a way to get someone acquitted for murder. Yep. It was always race that went against people. I mean, we had been forever using race against people to convict them. I mean, it was the first time. And if I'm not mistaken, when he was acquitted, one of the jurors, one of the black jurors, gave the black power sign in court. He raised his fist up like, you know, like black power, you know, like, like, you know, and it wasn't like a black power thing. It was like, brother, like we're together and like, congratulations. Like, you know, you did it, but it was, it was a hit Fox TV show. Huh? People versus OJ. It was really great, but it was super racially charged, super racially charged. When it was all said and done, I'm like, there's no way this guy was smart enough to do it. It was a gruesome murder. And I actually got into arguments with people in college. There was a guy that I went to college with who's, who was parents were friends with Ron Goldman's parents and who was vehemently uh, against OJ 
and he went he went insane in class one day talking about it. And I got I got pissed off and I turned around and I was like, OJ didn't commit murder. He he was acquitted. And the guy just lost his fucking mind. Oh, I bet. He lost his fucking mind. He was from California. And I mean, so it was a that was such a a divisive. I even like remember where I was when like all of that yeah. was happening. Like it was I was so divisive. Fuck you, you weren't even born yet. <laughs> yeah. Um I remember watching, I was, because I used to be huge into like the Bulls and NBA back then. And that was in 94 when Jordan was like trying to do the the baseball thing. Yeah. And the Knicks were playing, I I remember this like very vividly. The Knicks were playing the Rockets uh, in the NBA finals. And the the game got interrupted because of the fucking Al Cowling's Bronco chase. Yep. And like, damn. I know. Well, what's crazy is like, I was only like, I mean, I guess I was like 13, but like, I, it's so crazy that I like, vi- and I was like, I didn't like know about like really about OJ or like any of that shit. I just knew that I want to fucking be watching Hakeem Olajuwon and who, what the fuck is going on with the Ford Bronco. That's all I cared about. Oddly enough. Anyways. No, no. It's, I mean, that thing, it is a marker. We can use that to mark a time in our life, you know, all around that whole OJ trial and the whole OJ thing. And not to mention, I just I watched the People versus OJ Simpson or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, good and show. It, it wasn't the show was was good. I'm gonna say it was a solid like B plus A minus show. But what it invoked in me and the feelings and the and the 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 being able to reminisce about that time in my life it was it was so nostalgic watching that show it was so well done you know what's what's also crazy is like and this is like going back to the interview side of it this interview that that came out was done in 2006 2006 it was done it's in been 2000. under wraps for that long they've sat on it for almost 12 years um and it's just crazy to think about like they've had this fucking jewel uh, and they've they've sat on it. Fox has and didn't release it. And now that you now that and look, I don't know that our society was in a place to where they they could take something like that back then. Uh, I'm sure everyone would have like been enthralled to hear about it. Well, I mean, Fox said they deliberately didn't they didn't release it because it was going to be too controversial. Well, yeah, because that's when his book and that's why he did it was when his book was coming out and it was too much, which was dirty. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we, I think all of us have watched a little bit of this or we've seen coverage or we've heard about it. I tried to watch or at least listen to the majority of it today. And I mean, do you all want to go ahead and talk about this? I mean, if you, you know, do y'all want to talk about the interview and stuff like that? Yeah, let's go ahead. Sure. All right. I mean, it. the thing that struck me the most was I figured when I listened to it, you know, everyone was like, he confessed, he confessed, he confessed. Everybody's saying basically he, he made a confession of murder. And, you know, I know how the media works. It's all clickbait nowadays. They want Not you Not like to, it matters anyways. He was acquitted. So he was like, acquitted. You know, double jeopardy and all that stuff. But – it le- I mean, you know, it's still huge news. And then I started watching it, and I started listening to it, and it's, I mean, it's disgusting. It's it's like yeah. cringe. Like, I, I was cringing when I, I listened to. Yeah, my toes were curling. Dude yeah. tells it from memory. You can tell. He yeah. is he is reminiscing he is. about the murder. He's reminiscing about it. He's not saying, 
Well, yeah, then I would have, then I would have. He says, then I did. Exactly. Then I did this. Then, and I remember when I did this. And then he follows it up with, hypothetically. Yeah, it is, the guy is reminiscing about a murder. And you can tell that he is deliberately withholding how gruesome it was. There are numerous times when he gets away with it and he says uh, that he blacked out and stuff. He is, but he talked, there's one point where he was like, you know, I, I woke up and there was stuff everywhere. And she goes, what do you mean stuff? Do like, you mean you know, blood? blood? And- he's like, yeah, yeah, there's blood everywhere. You know, I mean, he's deliberately withholding. Um, it's just crazy because like it was to, to hear the, I mean, and I, I get why they, he keeps like reiterating to it being a, you know, hypothetical because he, he doesn't want to just come right out and say, you know, I killed her. This is kind of like a play on words or, or what have you, but to just hear the way that he tells it. And then at one point when he starts laughing, he, whenever, whenever he talks about how she fell and hurt herself and the guy and Ron Goldman decides to like defend himself, he gets in a karate position, gets in a karate stance and he's like, Oh, you want to do something motherfucker? And then he gra- he grabs the knife from the the knife from Charlie, as he says, which there was no one else there except for him. Which which makes me think that he's like schizophrenic, or has a, like a multiple personalities or something. Or maybe that's just something that he added in to be like a little side side thing. So this book that he wrote was just all hypothetical. Well, it was called "If I Did It." If I did it, why the fuck would you write a a book about he needed a hypothetical money. event? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. So he wrote it in that way. Um, and he apparently, and I haven't read the book, but apparently in the book, there's a lot of things that he talks about that le- like leading up to when she, when they died that kind of like paint her in a negative picture. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was a bit of a philanderer. I mean, he, she was sleeping with all these other people and doing all this stuff. And Yeah, but I mean, he, he acted like, and he even like said it, like that he owned her. He did. And he, he, and he like peeped on her and like stalked her. There's, her a, there's an interview where he's working out and he is he's punching a bag or he's punching something and he alludes to the fact or he alludes to if you ever have a woman that like back talks you or if you ever have a woman that kind of gets out of line this is what you got to do to her wow yeah he alludes to that and i mean there are recordings the LAPD released recordings where Nicole Brown is like freaking out, calling the police, and you can hear him in the background, like he's like screaming, raging out, and he attacks her ass. He beats the shit out of her. He beat the shit out of her on numerous occasions. Yep. Um, I mean, but there's lots of guys that beat their women that don't murder them. You know, there's a lot of guys that do a bunch of crazy shit, but they don't murder people. And I think that was part of his defense is that, you know, not to mention, you know, the glove and all that bullshit. But, you know, they came out after the fact and they were like, oh, the glove absolutely did fit. He just it was a huge he had on another glove. He had on on a latex glove. And if if I were wearing a latex glove, it would be really difficult for me because they're so sticky. Yeah. To put on another glove over it. Well, and that's that's another thing too. So, um, you know, I, I I kind of listened to this on you know Clay Travis's Outkick the Coverage, and you know he's a former lawyer and he's t- he's kind of talking about it too. Um, but when he plays the recording, there's one thing that comes up about the glove where 
she starts she starts asking him about the glove and, and he and saying like you know did you you know you, you you did you remember like taking the glove off and he goes well I don't remember doing it but clearly I did because they found one at the scene so it's like to hear him like just say it like that like well obviously I did because he's like he's literally just telling a story like when he keeps like going back and forth to this like you can tell that this is not this is not him quoting a book. This is him literally telling a story from memory, yeah, um, and like reliving those events in an interview. Yeah, and they got lucky. They had the lead detective had said a bunch of racist stuff in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh, Johnny yeah. Cochran and and uh, Shapiro jumped on that. So then they labeled the entire LAPD as racist, yep. which is just absurd. That, that, that the entire police department would be racist in one of the most liberal cities in America. But I, I, yeah, think, I mean, the whole trial was was racially charged. I mean, it that's was. Yeah, what, it was. basically what it was all about was race. But yeah. I, I think the thing that had hurt the LAPD was like even prior to that whole event happening is they had had a bunch of incidents that happened that had already painted them in a negative light. Um Due to whether they were they were racially or not, but oh yeah, like a bunch of like really weird killings and stuff like that that oh, happened yeah. that that just fueled the fire whenever this this whole event happened. Oh, yeah. The yeah. LAPD was one of the most hated police organizations in the nation during this time. I mean, there was like a you know like a war on rap and a war on on that style music, and the LAPD was always going down to all the horrible parts of the town and beating the shit out of kids and. I mean, they were. I mean, it was like a war in L.A. Uh, it's. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, but, the L.A. riots, man. Yeah, but uh, that that video. If you all, if any of our listeners haven't heard it yet, as a matter of fact, I was actually talking. This is. I mean, this is like big time news. Today's the thirteenth, I believe, and yeah. it's. I have friends of mine today that hadn't even heard it. Well, and they didn't, they didn't even know what it was about. That's the thing too is I, is I feel like and um, when I was listening today, they were talking about it that this thing kind of flew under the radar. Like they, I know that they may have like talked about airing it or whatever, but um, it really didn't like catch fire until social media started getting behind it, and people like Clay Travis and some of the others were were like talking about it, like this is fucking crazy. Like why is no one talking about this? <clears throat> and that's when um, you know it, it kind of like picked up more, but they're. They're really saying that Fox needs to re-air it because they kind of missed the boat on like shouting it out. Do you think anyone cares anymore? The majority of people, do you think they care about that anymore? So this is the only thing I would say about that is I watched, and I don't know if you guys did or not on HBO, but I watched that whole Robert Durst thing. Now, that that was a little bit different because, one, he was never cleared of those charges. So, spoiler alert. Uh, if you haven't seen that, but at the end, he basically gives himself up. Super creepy. Super creepy. Oh man, that show is super creepy. He basically gives himself up and ends up getting arrested for the murder because he forgets. I don't know if he forgets or not, but he forgets that the microphone, the mic is, is on. on, and basically talks about how he killed his wife. Um, so that well, and he says like, well, spoiler he's alert, talking to himself. Isn't yeah, it? he goes to the bathroom, or they get up, they leave him in a room. And this spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If yeah. so, if you have, you know, you can just mute it now. But he stays in a room and he starts whispering to himself, like, "They've got you now. Yeah, 
They've got you now. How are oh, you going to get out of this one? Yeah, he's how, talking himself. Yeah, how are you going to get out of this, Robert? Ah, oof, they've got you now. Like They're going to find out that you killed her. Or they're going like to find that. out. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Oh, it's creepy. Is this like a documentary? Yeah, it's yeah. a documentary. So, and I don't know if, and, and we won't elaborate a lot, but like the Durst are like this super rich family that was, they basically owned the majority of like the, like the huge skyscrapers in New York. Yeah, um, you said fam- Durst, Durst, yeah, like Fred Durst from Limp Fuck Biscuit. you, no, not like Fred <laughs> Durst. Um, but they're like uber rich, and he was kind of like the black sheep of the family. And there's just like this stigma about the family because the dad apparently, like the mom, committed suicide, and like uh, Robert Durst like watched her die. <clears throat> Whatever. Anyway, this big long well, yeah, thing. And he and like, they do a documentary on it. And it's it, it's dark. Dude. It, it is, and it's <clears throat> almost like he lives like he's he's poor. Yep. But he has this unlimited supply of money. Yep. But he like drives really shitty cars, especially and, toward the end when he was like living in Texas and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. The guy's got like an unlimited supply of money. He is filthy rich. His brother still like owns and like runs the company. Um, but he just he lived like he was a like he was homeless or something. Something. It's it's really weird. It re- really weird relation. Anyway, we're not talking about Durst, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the OJ, the OJ thing is, I think it's it's huge news. There's just not a whole lot of people talking about it. Yeah, I I think like like I said, they they missed the boat on really shouting it out to get people involved. But I don't I don't think that it's so much that people don't care. I think when anything like this comes out to where, like someone basically is admitting to murder that they killed someone, especially something that was such an iconic event back in a time when we didn't have social media or Facebook or none of that shit. Like people, it's one of those. Not like 9-11, but like that same huge platform to where people remember where they were when this happened. Like to now find out that what everyone thought was true was actually true is like for people our age and who live through that, it's it's really big. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like today's society kind of lives day to day, though. I mean, JFK assassination was super huge, you know, and then whatever they released the classified documents after 50 years. And then I felt like. Not a lot of people cared, you know. Well, the classified documents didn't really say anything. It's not like we suddenly found out who was on the grassy knoll or we suddenly found out that it was a huge conspiracy. I mean, you've for years we've beat this dead horse to a point where we know now that someone from that window could make the the majority of those shots. We know that a sharpshooter could. You know, the the man liquor carcano was the the rifle. Um Hey, speaking of conspiracy, let's talk about 9-11. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Adam's eyes rolled in the back of his head. Yeah, they're still rolling. They're, it's like a fucking slot machine over here. Uh, but is that not the same case with, with OJ? I mean, people have speculated that he did it for so long, and you know, some even would go as far as they know that he did it. And yeah. it's, something like this comes out, and they're just like, yeah. No, well, I think that they're just not pushing the story hard enough. I mean, yeah. every day in America now... so. They he did the interview in 2006. This thing with OJ happened in 1994. Our news stream now, our our availability or our, our news availability is just otherworldly. Yep. I mean, we Trump fired Rex Tillerson today. The Trump White House is crumbling. He is he is going to run into a point where he might not have any advisors that want to work with him anymore. It's unprecedented. Except for Kushner. Yeah, so there's just tons. There's tons of things out there. There's tons of news out there, 
And there's so many things that either we need to pay attention to or we think we need to pay attention to. It's just oversaturated. Yeah, it's so we're oversaturated. Gotcha. So something comes out and they mention OJ and people are just like, it's old news. Oh, OJ interview, big deal. The guy, and he he virtually confessed to the murder. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's huge. It is huge. Um, To someone who's 55. Yeah, that's it. Sorry that we're not talking about fucking Teen Wolf. Yeah, sir. Yeah, bro, I just finished part one of season three. Who cares? Awesome, fucking terrible show. Yeah, like Minecraft. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Minecraft's not a TV show, Jackass. Uh, there is a Minecraft TV show. Is it really? Yes. Ooh, sick I'm gonna burn. look it up. Sick burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a sick burn, bro. Hey, why don't you uh, go back to your house and watch fucking Carly and Me on Nickelodeon? <laughs> Carly and Me. I Carly. Whatever. Stupid. If you're going right. to insult me, insult me right, bitch. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He's still in fucking diapers. Like, he grew up with Hannah Montana. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I did. Fuck off, Adam. I know you did. You grew up with Hannah Montana. Yeah. What'd you grow up with, Roseanne? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roseanne at school. Well, what was that What was that other movie with Michael J. Fox? The show Michael J. Fox? Family Ties? Oh, yeah. Family Ties, I almost yeah. said Three's Company. The only way yeah. that I- I grew that, up with Three's Company. I, I, Three's yeah. Company was one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I wanted to be Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper, So yeah. bad. That guy was a pimp. He was a baller. Two gorgeous women that lived with him, and he would randomly hook up with them, you know, just whenever. He had a great pad, lived in California. He dressed like a beach bum every day, talked shit to his landlord every day of Who the week. This? Don Knotts? Mr. Roper. Well, it was a combination. There was two different Mr. Ropers. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But, I mean, it was just, yeah, Jack Tripper was a badass. Is this Michael J. Fox? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it was. Sorry, I'm not fucking I've never 40. wanted to fucking punch Devin so much as I do right now. Oh, my well, God. At least it I don't was, have to expect it coming from I your can't left remember side, his bro. name now. You will one day, soon enough. <laughs> one day. His son is an actor now. His son's on a big major TV show right now. Who? The John guy, Ritter? John Ritter, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, John Ritter. Jack What's Tripper, up? John Ritter. What's a movie that you guys think we should never remake? He already knows my answer. I've asked Josh this before. I want to yeah, get your answer, did. Adam. A movie we should never remake? A movie that never is so remake. iconic. Back to the Future. Well, Back to the Future that's, series? That's a good one. That's pretty good. Yes, the Back to the Future. They should never remake it. If they remake it, they will ruin that franchise. It still plays today. It still, it's still seems... so good, too. It still seems really cool and like technologically advanced today yeah um it was so unbelievably well done if they remake that it will be a steaming pile of garbage ghostbusters i made a mistake of watching it again i wanted there was a female friend of mine who really wanted to see it so we watched it together she thought that it was a steaming pile of garbage and the then old, we, wait the old ones or the new one the new one. Oh yeah then we rewatched the original and I asked it's her, so good, I asked her during it, I said, tell me, I want, every time that you see something that seems overtly sexist or even a little bit sexist, I want you to tell me. She could not find one thing in that movie that was sexist, although they sold it to us 
with the new one like it was sexist. And they said we had to have an all-female cast and all movies cast only men. So the whole time they piss on men, they shit on men. All the men in the movie are total fucking boobs. They're the, idiots. They're jackasses. And, of course, they're they, all I, Josh is what you're saying. The they, they inject all of this really awful comedy into a movie that actually kind of made your skin crawl a little bit. Hey. There wasn't a lot of overt comedy in the Ghostbusters. They were just so good, and the acting was so good that it just it was fun. I'm the key master. Yeah. Who uh, gives a fuck back, about you being the key master? Back to the future. What movie What movie would you want to? Uh, Mine or, was easy for me. I There's no way, and I reiterate, there's no fucking way that you could ever remake Goonies. And They're thinking about it. If the, Are they I really? I swear to everything that is holy, if they do, I will fucking... I will pick it outside of fucking movie theaters. <laughs> I will stand out there I in will a burn fucking this place to the ground. I will stand out there in a Goonies thong doing the truffle shuffle. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. for fucking until I get dehydrated, I won't eat food or water. They have talked about it, <laughs> and you know they'll they'll modernize it. And that's that's one thing that I hate about modern directors and and modern directors and producers in general. When they remake a movie, they feel like they have to modernize it. Yeah, you don't. Play people, off that nostalgia, man. Pe- people love it, and it if nostalgia feels good. It feels like Stranger Things is so big. It's got so that popular, 80s feel. It's, yes. it's got the 80s There's like nothing, alien kid feel. Nothing know? modern about that, whatever. And it murdered. Yep. Made tons of money. Well, and, and it's because, like, especially people our age, and even I mean, whatever. Whoever watches it, it reminds them of a time when, like, they didn't have to worry about like. They Things can, were simpler. They, yeah, they can get they can get lost in like that time frame because they remember when they were that age. Yeah, it's a simpler time. There, there's not all the technology. There's not all the bullshit. And kids were just simpler. Everything was simpler. If you wanted to play video games, you had to go down to a arcade, arcade with yeah. your friends. I remember that. Every time I went into a mall, I would beg my mom for a dollar or two so I could go play video games with my friends. You know how many times I got to play at an arcade? Never, because I lived in the fucking country. <laughs> you never played at an arcade? I thought that was going a completely different direction. No, I mean, like, very rarely, because I, I, would, I could only play when I went to the mall, which was like 30 miles away. I yeah. still, this, like to this day, away. you know, there's a, there is a really great arcade in... Yeah, there is Murfreesboro. It's, it's called a, a PS4. No, it, oh, you're talking about um, what's it called? The Flash? The, uh, is it the Flash? The there's flashback? a somewhere in Nashville. Planes, trains, and automobiles. No, it's it's either in Smyrna or Murfreesboro. <laughs> I mean, Someone trains. opened up a really great arcade, Both. and it's like I think you can like actually get a beer and stuff there. And oh, uh, Kung Fu Saloon in the, the downtown Nashville. No, it's not. Like no, they've Kung opened Fu one in Smyrna and Murfreesboro. Yeah, it's all like all the games are free. You just go in and you pay. And you just go around there. and you play all the games you want. No, I'm not talking about. These like two bits and Kung Fu Saloon and all these places where you go and you play the fucking Nintendo and drink beer. I'm talking like a legit arcade that have old arcade games that you just go in and play. Um, and any, anytime I walk in a place like that, it just it just like I reminisce. It brings back all these great memories. Memories of what? My childhood. <laughs> what are you trying to get me to say? Memories of you having to pull weeds outside your house. Yep, that's it. New. Um, <laughs> New stipulation for for whoever loses this battle of the beefcakes, you have to stand outside of a like a midnight showing of a of the Avengers really big movie opening, and a thong doing the truffle shuffle. I'm down. No. I'm down. No, 
I'm game. Nope. Absolutely. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you dude. Know what, you know what annoys me about this weight loss challenge? I'll go to medical weight loss tomorrow. Is that <laughs> Adam is such a big pussy about everything. I just don't. That stuff is not funny to me. It's funny for like one or two people. I, it's funny for everyone else but you. I absolutely hate. Medical weight loss tomorrow. I've, I've, I absolutely hate like the radio shows, like all the free hot wings and beer, free beer and hot wings, jackass. I know what it's called, motherfucker. I didn't. I <laughs> Why'd was you hoping, get it wrong? I was hoping that you wouldn't be like not a sponsor, not no, a sponsor. I'm not say that. This anyway. episode is actually sponsored by Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I'm drinking right now. Yeah, but free beer and hot wings. You're supposed to. You're not supposed to. Anyway, they have a show, and or, or on all these types of radio shows, they'll have like that PA, that 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 assistant, or whatever the fuck they call them, and they'll send them out on the town. Yeah, but that's not what we would be doing. The just. I know what you're going to say. They send them out to like, and they have an earpiece in and they say funny shit or like retarded stuff. But it's never funny. It's, it's always uncomfortable and stupid and only lowbrow, dumb fuck, stupid fucking rednecks think that's (laughs) funny. And I do not, our audience is not lowbrow, dumb shit, stupid fucking rednecks. That's not who we're fucking selling this podcast to. So I don't want to go out and do the fucking truffle shuffle. Not to mention, how is that going to play on a podcast since we don't have... If you put your fucking foot on this table one more fucking time, the microphone (laughs) keeps like jacking off in my face. It's like moving around. It's driving me crazy. How about the loser of the weight challenge has to fight Devin in a fight? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I want to fucking lose. How about the loser of the podcast has to tell Devin he's fired? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fine, i'll take my fucking computer and go yeah home. i know the podcast you guys, you guys over. can hold up your phones and record yeah that. it's like pulling the king pin out of like a, a helicopter like you pull that one pin out and the whole helicopter crashes <laughs> i don't know i just that, how, that's not gonna play out on a podcast i mean are you all gonna like audio record people's reactions to- i'm gonna fucking film it and post it bro uh, yeah no. What do you think Any, we're gonna look, just anyth- put a mic up to you and anything, do the truffle shuffle? Just, anything that we anything that we would do in this scenario is gonna be recorded and is gonna be posted. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. I'm not wearing a fucking thong and doing the truffle fucking shuffle. Then don't Whatever. lose. Anyways. That's not you're, I, you're saying you're gonna lose. Is that what no, we have so few fucking followers. We've asked everybody to tell us what they wanted us to do and we had like two people respond well the week the week that we asked we had like numerous ones yeah anyways what is your so movie, you Devin? said the goonies i said the goonies because they would fuck it up what if they like did it in the goonies style how would you do that kids? i mean just if it was like stranger things style like very yeah, nostalgic yeah. here's the problem is that they're gonna try and get actors that look like the old actors or that they're either going to try and get actors that look like the old actors or they're going to go a totally different route and they're going to try and be like all politically correct with the actors and it's just going to piss me off. Okay. I think even Michael J. Fox has said before that he will he refuses to endorse a a Back to the Future shouldn't. remake. No, yeah, yeah, the shouldn't. only thing that a, a Back to the Future remake would have going for it is the fact that Fucking Doc Brown looks the same age now as he did back then. <laughs> That's so fucking true, dude. He was it's he was sixty back corpse. then, and he's fucking sixty right now. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, they did a really good job of making him look old. Uh, they did a really good job of making him look old. Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, I mean, what's your movie that you wouldn't want to remake? Um, it, it's Hannah Montana. Yeah, Hannah Montana yeah, goes to any Hollywood any of the fucking Olsen twins movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> the problem is, Devin so. was so conflicted because he was watching those movies and he really enjoyed them. At, at the same time, he was getting huge erections. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially watching Full House now. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I know. Uh, no, mine, mine's a little bit newer than like '80s films, but um, Titanic. They can they can never remake Titanic. First off, why the fuck would you remake it? Everyone already knows what happens. What would you be doing? Just fucking picking new actors to watch the boat. Sink Everybody again? knows what happened. All right, you, you think I want to do this? You guys gonna do this cool thing for our? You think I want to watch three more hours of fucking? You guys gonna do this cool thing with our listeners where you just rag on my ideas, even though they're pretty good ideas? I'm we're not. He's, Are you gonna he's shoot ra- me? He's <laughs> ragging on it. Grabbing your gun. <laughs> he's the one ragging on it, not me. What do you think, Adam? I mean, what Titanic would be a response? hard one to remake because well, the fucking Goonies would be a hard one to remake. I mean, Titanic would be a hard one to remake because I mean, it that's kind of like a once and done type of movie. Uh, okay, you guys are fucking. I hate you. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, it just seems like it would be a difficult. Listen, in, I'm going to debate against Josh over here, who's saying that everyone already knows what happens. Everybody already knew what fucking happened before the movie was released. I know that, but that is a movie. <laughs> that's that, a that's a really good point. No, they do. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> but, I mean, but we all the, know that it sinks. Thing, <laughs> is, Titanic, when it came out, was so iconic. And you had these teeny boppers who went and saw it fucking 10 times in the theaters. You're not going to get that same effect. And like, it would not have the same impact that it did back then. What would be the fucking point? The only reason I can make the same argument about the Goonies. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you cannot make the same argument. The only reason why Titanic would be good to remake is CGI, more CGI. Well, yeah, better CGI, but it would be nice for them to actually maybe change it where like Jack and what's her name? Rose. Rose. They like, they, maybe they, they do live and it's like a, it's like a love story that endures forever or something like that. Or they do it from the perspective of another person on the ship. Or what if they do it from conspiracy theory and it actually took a torpedo on, not a fucking iceberg? Bro, and that's how the war with the Russians was... Yeah, I mean, what was it, the Bismarck or the... uh, Lusitania. The Lusitania that that took a a torpedo? And it was was really huge and it it got... It sank like about a week or two before the Titanic set sail or a month. Was it the Lusitania? Uh, Lusitania was in like 19, I want to say 11. Yeah, I thought there was one called the Bismarck too. I don't know. I know there's a rapper called Bismarcky. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called the Bismarck or something. What? I mean, I know oh, there was a rapper baby, called. You. <laughs> is that Bismarcky? I think yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Name one other song that he's done. Let me get Google out. Silence. Oh, I have silence. no idea. All right, question of the week. Name one other song Bismarck without Googling. <laughs> without Googling. Yeah, without Googling, name one other song Bismarcky did. Fuck Bismarcky. <laughs> Bismarcky's a poor man's Afro man. Oh, my God. Think so? Yeah. Wait, what what, what are you be doing like... over there? What the f- You're You're ridiculous. 
Um, so I want to pivot really quick and talk about something that I've been pondering as of late. As of late. As of late. Yes. All right. Well, why don't you go jack off to the Goonies? How dare you? And shit on Titanic. Just because your idea was really dumb and ours was really good. That's a good fucking idea. That's a terrible idea. You know they're going to try to remake Titanic in 20 years. No, they're not. You can never remake that. Who are they going to get to sing Celine Dion's song? Um, That's a good question. Hannah Montana. Exactly. Yeah, they'll get get Miley Cyrus to do it. (laughs) Probably. So what do you want to... Well, what's the next thing you want to talk about? So... Turn your shit on vibrate. Oh, sorry. Um, I can't remember when this actually got into my mind, but I think it was one after one of our more recent episodes, and it kind of came up as like just really quick, and it was like over with, and we we didn't really elaborate on it, but it got me thinking, and I like started doing some research, and I talked to my wife about it, and. You know, she was kind of on board with it, at least me, you know, looking into it further. And I'm seriously considering getting a prosthetic arm. Really? Uh. Yes. After 36 years, I'm going to look into getting a prosthetic arm. So why? So a couple reasons, actually. So I know that I don't need it and I could fully function and go on about my life and and never have to worry about it. But then I think like the older I get and I think about those really just like odd and end things that it would make life so much easier. It's really about a quality of life type of thing. I think about those things and how like if I had a piece of equipment or a piece of hardware that was like high tech enough that it functioned just like a normal hand, that it could really improve quality of life. But there there's stipulations to it though. I think – Yours, there's a bigger, or there's an underlying reason why here. The last episode we talked about, I mean, I could be wrong, but on the last episode we talked about Shaquan Griffin. No, no, and, no. And it, Shaquan it was, <laughs> he was doing all the bench press and he had that really cool prosthetic. And I think that you like really paid attention to how like this guy has had a very fruitful life with only one arm and he's all big and strong. And now you're thinking to yourself, like I could have a really cool prosthetic and I could actually be very functional. Yeah. Actually, you got fucking spooked. You got psyched. Actually it's, it has nothing to do with that. I don't, I, there's no way it, it wasn't, that, it was just last week we were talking about Shaquan Griffin and now suddenly you want a prosthetic. No, you, you got to be like Shaquan. I love Shaquan. Um, no, it, it, it may have been in the midst of that conversation that we brought it up and maybe you guys had asked me like, like, you know, did you ever think about getting a prosthetic or whatever? And I kind of said the whole thing of like, oh, no, because like I adapted to things like so fast or whatever. You did. You were just like I was I was always able to like just figure things out really quickly. Right. Yeah, you basically told us you were the shit without a prosthetic. Exactly. And I, I mean, I am. But on the flip side of that, it got me thinking about like, I mean, there's so many nominal things that like I could do so much better if I just had another hand. And I don't know. I, I just started reeling about it, and then I started doing research into it. And the technology nowadays, I mean, they they have a lot of prosthetics out there to where there 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 is no delay. They basically function at the same rate of speed as a normal hand would. And you have a dumbfounded look on your face. Well, it 
I think it would. I think it would take you a really long time to get used well, that, to that. That's part of the. Process. You would almost be better off with just like one of those cool carbon fiber jobs that has like a hook. No, that has the two pinchers that move in together. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Fuck that. And I have to wear a harness that goes over my shoulders and stuff. Yeah, you would. You'd be better off with one of those carbon fiber jobs that just it just dead ends into this like really jiggly fleshy hand. Oh my god! You know what I mean. And then it just it, it always kind of has like a it's always kind of limp, you know. It just hangs out of your shirt sleeve like all fleshy and limp. It looks like someone took seven pounds of Jello and made a hand out of it. Yeah, yeah. So like when you point the way to something in the store, it like flops back and forth. You oh know, Oh my god, you'd be better off with one of those. You need something to get used to. You need just like an old floppy hand to get used to. Yeah, yeah. How about I just then we can draw like veins off. on it and stuff. It'd be all veiny. <laughs> we can draw veins. It'll be all veiny like a huge penis. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We, a matter of fact, the fingers would be made out of big dildos. What if I just cut off a horse's penis and grafted it to my nub? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's practically what my nub looks like now is a huge fucking Yeah, it's elephant. all sewed looks to like it. like an elephant's penis. Yeah, it's all sewed to I it. I do call it the backup plan. The, the backup, backup plan? plan. Yeah. yeah. The backup plan. Yeah. Wait, you call your nub the backup plan? Yeah. If my, because if my penis was hold on, enough, oh, let's stop, stop all the fucking joking. <laughs> are you, are you really thinking about getting a prosthetic? No, seriously, I am. Um, I, I've done some research and I found, I found a couple of different models that, um, that I feel like are high tech enough to to meet the the criteria. I think it's funny that you and your wife just spent a hundred G's on two brand new cars and now suddenly you want a new arm. You can't have money. You're doing it. You can't hide it. You're doing it all out of sync, bro. Go buy a Camry and then get you a new arm. Don't go buy a 50G brand new truck buy and let Adam's, her buy a 50G brand new SUV and then go, you know what? I want a new arm. Buy Adam's fucking Honda Civic. Out yeah, that's been yeah. sitting in his driveway. fucking driveway for seven years. It's 96 Honda Civic. <clears throat> no, but it's like I, I'm seriously thinking about it and the, the way that technology is and the fact that like, in a lot of cases, as long as it's it's not just about cosmetics, it's about functionality, which clearly mine would be, the insurance will actually cover it. Now, I have not called my insurance and seen what they're like, what it would look like, but I have a doctor's appointment next week to go see my like general physician, and this is one of the things I'm going to discuss with him. Your among other things is about like what he knows about, which I, I'm sure he doesn't have a vast knowledge, but what he knows about prosthetics. And like what recommendations he could give me as well. I'm serious about it, dude. I'm, I'm going to cool. look into it. One of the ones I've looked looked into, I think it's called the the Bebonic B3 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It actually has a you know about that BB. Yeah. Um, BB8. They actually it, it can hold up to 40 kilograms of weight, which is like 90 pounds, uh, with one arm, and like and be and still be like fully functional. When do you ever fucking lift 90 pounds with one arm? Uh, when I'm fucking bitch. Well, I mean, you couldn't with that little arm. <sighs> I'm just saying, it's all weak. It's Fuck been you. it's been small for years. Hey, what's cool about this the whole thing with the prosthetic is that suddenly I'll be able to like boost up this bicep and tricep. Suddenly, yeah, that arm. It will. It, I think the big thing that you're missing here is that it, you're going to have a lot of soreness because you haven't really used it a ton. The only soreness I'll have will be the rash on my dick from jerking off with a metal hand. Yeah, oh yeah. With like it'll it'll bring the stranger to a whole new meaning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, you're you'll be the first man I've ever known that like, you know, had a fucking orgasm from something made out of carbon it'll fiber. It'll feel like I'm raw dogging a coke can. 
Anyway, no no one wants to hear this shit. Yeah. I knew we were just gonna we're just gonna one up each other. Flatline. We're gonna one up each other until we have zero 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 listeners. listeners. Yeah. No, I mean it's 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 really cool. It's really cool. What I want is I want that fresh like baby shoulder you have. The doctor told me that I got like a sixty year old man shoulder. You've got like this. This one's never been worked before. Never yeah, been used. I want shoulder. that like. Fresh little baby arm, that baby shoulder. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up one night and Adam's just gonna be standing over me and he's gonna be like licking his chops, like <laughs> hacking it. I'll be hacking Man, it with a hatchet. That. I want that shoulder. I want a new shoulder, man. Listen, there's, there's one uh, Mine's stipulation. Mine's not doing so good. There's one stipulation that if you get your prosthetic arm, what would that be? Adam and I have to wear it. Yeah. What if it's one that Where requires am I gonna wear surgery it? to put on? Wow. Do they have them that require surgery? I don't know. I'm just saying, what if it did? They have like a spike work. on it that you just stick into your nub? No. And it automatically corresponds I don't know how they work, but I know that they, they work off like... Um, I like how you... <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, if there was ever anyone in this room that needed to know how to pro- how a prosthetic arm would work, it would be you, and you just like, I don't know how they work. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that far into them. I've literally been watching fucking YouTube videos on like people using them. Legit, like... Look, I, I don't know how they work. On? Yeah, I don't care. Hell like electrical yeah, impulses. Yeah, it's what some, are you gonna do? Put it on your like, knee? I'm put it on my dick. Oh god. Yeah. My centimeter wiener. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Now I'm yeah. curious. You've done research. Yes. So let's get serious about this. We've been goofing off for the fucking 15 minutes. Goofing. Uh, so anyway, how much? If I wanted, if you were gonna pay cash, if for I was gonna pay cash. For a prosthetic arm, and I wanted like a mid grade. I want a like mid-grade? I want like the eighty nine octane of prosthetic so arms. Instead of a instead of a T instead of a TI ninety four calculator, all... you want T eighty nine. Yeah, yeah nobody knows what the Hell fuck yeah. you're. Doing. I want <laughs> I want the mid grade. There's three kinds of gas. Octane. I want eighty nine octane. I want the eighty nine octane of of prosthetic arms. How much is that going to cost me? A mid grade probably runs you between. Uh, Thirty and $50,000. Are you fucking that's, serious? That's walking that, around money right That's there. without insurance coverage. What are you trying to show me on your computer with that tiny-ass fucking screen? Excuse me? That's a 21 and a half inch bitch. Yeah, but you I'm have not, it. I'm not trying to show you anything. I'm uh, going to search prosthetic arms. Oh, he's got the fucking. The, he's, got, the, he's, got a, he's got a 22 inch screen, but he I has want, a 12 inch window pulled up. I want you to look up two. Look up the Michelangelo. That's actually it's one of that's what one of them's called. And look up the I think it's called the Bebonic B three if I'm not mistaken. Um, I was actually watching a video about Bebonic B three is that weird electronic group out of Sweden. Shut the fuck up! No, it's not. <laughs> out of Sweden, it's, it's they're the successor to the Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> we are Bebonic B three. They're, they're German. <laughs> they're German yes. A German beatbox group. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got me on that one. oh man, you got his funny bone. Hey, it's good to know that you guys so are fucking prejudiced toward handicaps. Thirty to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, the ones that I'm looking at are somewhere between sixty and hundred k. Oh my god! But you don't pay that because your insurance covers like almost all of it. What are you laughing at? <laughs> he really, I got it with that B Bonic B three thing. <laughs> Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> like like a German like a like a weird German like prog rock band a fucking a fucking a rave group <laughs> yeah you're 
fucking stupid. <laughs> a prog rock band. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to say, if you bring that prosthetic arm in here and it looks a 100% real, I'm going to freak the fuck out. If I can't clearly tell it's a prosthetic arm. Well, they actually have them. You can, the one that I was looking at called the, the Michelangelo, you can pick it in like six different skin tones. <laughs> really? What yeah. Now you can get them in like the metal, like white or black, like That's, the metal. Yeah, I think I'd rather have the metal because they look kind of weird if they've got skin tone. I agree. If you're gonna, if you're gonna like do so, it, like, own like it. Shaquan, Shaquan Griffin, the arm yeah, that, that he used, thing. it bench press. It was like black carbon fiber. I don't think it was an arm. It like wrapped around. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it has like a a harness on it that like yeah. it wraps around. It's it's a workout arm. So he has like a workout what. No, he has like a workout arm, and then he's got like you know probably like his normal arm, which I'm je- I'm jealous. You mean which would be his arm without anything on it? No, I mean yeah, like it's got like a hand on it. No, I don't. I don't know. That's I, what I'm saying. He's got a workout arm that's got like a little hooky thing that like he hooks on the bi- the bench press, and then he's got he's probably got like a normal arm that's got like five fingers on it, like a mannequin hand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it just like randomly kind of halfway open. You know, the fingers, the fingers are just kind of awkwardly spread, you know, and it it just always stays in that same, like you can't put a pen or anything in it. It just kind of stays like half open. Anytime that he fucking wants to put it back on, he has to use a whole tube of liquid nails to put it back on his hand. Yeah. His it looks arm. like Will Ferrell's hand when he's like holding him up and during that interview and, and the ballad of Ricky Bobby, you know, they're just kind of yeah. awkwardly standing, you know, sitting there. So I'm, I'm checking out this Michelangelo, and it's got, like, key points on the – you can, like, highlight. I don't think that's the one – I think that one has a delay, though, so I'm not – I think the bebonic one, the fucking – Well, I mean, <laughs> don't. They're, some don't. of these things are going to have – even the ones that don't have a delay are going to have a little bit of a delay. Yeah, but some of them are super slow, and I can't – because here's the thing is, like, when I drive equipment at work and stuff, like, I can't, aff- I can't have delay because then it, at some point it's just going to, like, get in my way. You're gonna run over a small child at some point. You wouldn't. You're driving. You wouldn't want to use that thing driving equipment at work. It's part. You use it all the time. All right. What am I looking at? Hold on. Let me look. At Josh, the you are driving equipment, and one. They make you go through therapy to learn how to use it. Fuck. Like it's a process. Bro, we can teach you for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll just go downstairs and just play with it. <laughs> why, just is like, it why is it whenever I put in bebonic, it comes up bubonic? plague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll Same just go way. downstairs and see if it can crush beer cans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> see if it'll be stupid yeah. shit. Throw me that beer can, bro. Let me see how quick this hand is. <laughs> it okay. snatches it out of it's thin called, air and just crushes it. It's Boosh. called it's called bebionic is what it's bionic, called. Yeah, okay. bebonic. <laughs> bubonic plague wait like the letter b no like spell it out b-e bionic oh like b bionic b bionic yeah b bionic arm price that's what popped up on google eleven thousand dollars not bad yeah and that one's like super high tech too um anyways that's something i'm thinking about doing um i'm gonna look more into it but um there's a lot of them that you can actually They'll let you try out before you have to, like, to see if it's something that you feel like you can get used to. Try before you buy. Yeah, try before you buy. You can test it. <laughs> you can take it on a test run. Yeah, I can punch Adam in the dick with it before I try. That's what. That's what I'm 
kind of scared what's going to happen. Scare like, little kids you're with gonna, it. You're going to shake my hand. And it's just going to fucking crush it. Hey, when, when I was in high school, I, so I graduated high school in 1998. In 1997, maybe 1996, there was a friend of mine who had cancer in her forearm, and they had to remove her forearm right around the same spot you did. So she had a little bit of an elbow left and like a little nub. Well, she got an arm because her family was very wealthy. And I'm sure that like people donated and stuff. And it would it could open and close and open and close. She would come over and, and pinch, pinch you. The fuck out of you. She would pinch you with that arm. Or or you could like put your hand in it and she would pinch it shut. And I mean it was like seven times human strength. I mean, it, it would crush your fingers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And this is in 19, like 90 fucking seven. There was uh, a guy at work that I was, I was telling about this too. And he goes, dude, if you, if you get one of those, he goes, I just want to see you crush anything. It could yeah. be a fucking Coke. Can. Absolutely. I just want to see you crush something. Yeah. Like put a piece of ceramic tile in your hand and just turn it to dust. Yeah. I, apparently just because it would be like, I'd be the Terminator. Yeah, point. but Dude, then you, we, then we, what's going to make up so many nicknames for you? You're going to end robot. up being like a it'll, it'll end up becoming like a parlor trick, and you'll end up becoming like really upset about always being the parlor trick. Don't think I will. You'll start smoking cigarettes and getting depressed. With the and sure you're way off on that. One. Yeah, like I would never and, then, smoke and, and then you'll end up becoming like a cautionary tale, like the guy that was 36 years old who was pretty well adjusted, and he only had one arm. And a half. He had one and a half arms, and he got a new arm, and then his whole life went downhill. It's like the people that win the lottery. It's like they're just like a simple redneck that live in a trailer up on the hills. They win the lottery, and they just go like hog wild. They're at like a roulette table and like screwing hookers, and you know it's just crazy. Are you saying that I'm going to start screwing hookers if I got to buy on a no, but I'm saying you're just, you're just like going to go down in flames. Just go down in flames. You'll lose tons of weight. You'll be doing meth. You'll leave your wife. You'll sell your house. You know, you know, you know what's really good about this? And it'll all be because of the bonding I'm, gl- I'm really glad that I do this podcast. I'm glad that I have the support of my friends to back me in this, <laughs> in this trying time of my life. You know what the hardest part of having this fucking arm is going to be? What? The fact that it's going to be like way longer than your other arm. No, It'll be what like a. It'll, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking. It'll about. be obnoxiously long. It'll be like having like a six foot board hanging off your arm. It'll be like Mister Fantastic, where one arm's just longer than the other one. Yeah, it's, either that or it, or they'll fuck it up and it'll be really short, but it's fifty G's and you can't send it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking take an what eye, you need, eye bolt and screw it into my end of my nub. <laughs> what you need to do is instead of getting a bionic arm, you just need to get them to slap a hand on the nub. So you have, <laughs> yes. you have like, a it's baby like, like a T-Rex, like one side's T-Rex. Yeah. And I mean, so then it's, it's like oddly useless, but at least you have an opposable hand there, you know? No. So people, people, you can like talk to people and like point and stuff. You ever see, um, and I feel like I can talk about this because I am handicapped. You ever see the people who maybe don't have an arm or like maybe have part of an arm and then they just have these like weird couple fingers that yes. come out the end. Yes. Yeah, dude. That kind of You ever seen the people rose, that rose me the wrong way? It <laughs> does me too. It's really weird. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want you to look like. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, no, no, no. I want no. you to look like on Deadpool when he starts growing his hand back. Yeah. When he's oh, yeah. got the little baby hand. I yeah, there was a guy, like there was like a years ago they did this weird thing. I saw this TV show this Asian guy like lost a bunch of fingers and they took his toes. They took like his big toe and something else and they like made him new fingers. Out of toes? Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. His hand looked really Sounds weird. Sounds fucking weird. Yeah. Wait, weird question. 
so when he when he cut the nails on those fingers, would he be cutting toenails or fingernails? Toenails. He'd be cutting. What toenails? type of clippers would he use though? Yeah, would he use toenails or to- he used to- toe clippers? He, well, I mean, you can use toenail clippers for anything you want. Whatever. Yeah. I prefer toenail clippers anyways because I have my fingernails are so fucking so huge. thick. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if if I hear one more story about fucking toenails or some stupid fucking bullshit that we just randomly start talking about on this podcast, I'm going to lose my mind. Why is it that whenever we talk about toenails, it makes me want to bust? <laughs> <laughs> We're out. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. 